spin. My first introduction to spin, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. The guy was yelling at me to do harder. And I was like, there was a gigantic puddle of sweat on the floor underneath me. So I think I'm working hard enough. the DCL Duo podcast. And this evening, we're going to be talking about staying healthy on a Disney cruise. Sam and I are both fairly active and try to stay healthy kind of folks. And so we try to do the same on when we go on Disney cruises. Uh, But tonight we thought we'd bring some guests on to chat with us about that. And so we wanted to welcome Lauren and Carrie to the show. Welcome, Lauren and Carrie. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming. Hi, we're happy to be here. So we kind of want to just walk through, you know, the Disney cruise experience can be filled with fun food, fun drink, fun laying about and lounging. Right. Lots of leisure activities. Yeah. But there's lots of folks who like to try to stay a little bit healthier on the cruises when they go, or at least make some smarter choices at times, which is hard to do with all the fun things being thrown at you on a Disney cruise. But so that's gonna be the topic of the show tonight. But before we dive into it, Lauren, Carrie, do you want to tell us a little bit about your your Disney background, your experience with Disney? Why don't we start with you, Carrie? So I went to Disney a few times times as a kid and I loved it. And I did my senior high school class trip there like most people do. And it was awesome. But I really fell in love with Disney. And it's funny, I worked for ABC, which is owned by Disney. And because I got like great cast member discounts, I started going a lot. And then when I was in law school, I got engaged and my now husband and I, we got married in Disney. Oh, wow. And on our fifth anniversary, we bought Disney Vacation Club. And so we go to Disney World about two or three times a year. And then we try to do a cruise every other year. We've been on four Disney cruises, two on the Fantasy and two on the Magic. And we love it. We're a total Disney family. And what is your home resort for DVC? It is Bay Lake Tower. Oh, we love Uh, Bay Lake Towers. Super jealous. (laughs) Lauren, what about you? What's your Disney background? Like Carrie, I went to Disney World and Disneyland several times when I was a child and growing up. And then once I started college and went to law school, we took a big break. There wasn't really any Disney going on. But the Atlanta Braves, for a long time, they did spring training at ESPN. And my husband's a huge Braves fan. So we went down there for spring training and had a good time. We didn't even go to the parks, but we had a good time. We said, okay, you know, we're in North Carolina. It's really easy to get to Orlando. We can see ourselves doing this. So then after our daughter was born, we took her to Magic Kingdom for a day for her first birthday. It was very low key Disney. And that was 2012. And then 2014, I guess when she was or no, 13, I need to know my ages here. We decided to try the Halloween party for the first time. So we took her to the Halloween party. She was two and a half. And she had such a blast that after that, we've been going four or five times a year since then. And so she's nine now. A few years ago, we got annual passes. So we do basically whenever we have like a long weekend, we don't do a lot of long trips. We do mainly three to five day trips and we'll go down there. We've also, we've taken her to Disneyland a couple of times. We've gone to Alani twice and we've done four Disney cruises, but my husband is not a cruise guy. So I do the Disney cruises with my daughter and my mother-in-law and father-in-law. Yeah. So we've done four cruises on 
a Disney dream in the Bahamas. And yeah, we have our next trip. We are booked for wine and dine for the races in November. And I have no idea if those are going to happen. And then we're booked again for Marathon Weekend. We started doing the Run Disney races for the first time this year. So we did Marathon Weekend this year and Princess Half Marathon Weekend this year. And so now we're, we keep signing up for them. We just don't know we're going to make it there. We've been bitten by the same bug. We did marathon weekend this year and now I'm signed up for wine and dine marathon weekend next year. Sam really wants to run princess. I want to run wine and dine and princess. Although I don't, I'm not a half marathon runner. I'm like a 10 K runner. So we'll see if I maybe try and tackle a half marathon. If it's, if it's a Disney one, I feel like it's, it's some, a goal I can maybe go for, but I'm not going to just do some regular half marathon in my hometown. I'm not, I don't sign up for half marathons regularly, but the Disney ones I can manage. So... Well, let's shift gears over to the topic for the tonight, which is trying to stay somewhat healthy on a Disney cruise. Everybody cuts <laughs> loose a little bit. Yeah, so it's, it's all relative. I think the, the first topic to dive into is the obvious one, which is just food. I mean, when you're on a cruise, the food is constant. You can get it any time of day, delivered to your room, quick service options, dining at night. They will bring you the entire menu if that's what you want, dinner and, and eat pretty much any other time of the day. So why don't, why don't we start there? Like, what are some of the ways that you try or you found that are helpful in sort of, you know, maybe making a few healthier choices on the cruise when it comes to food? I don't know, uh, Lauren, do you want to start with that one? Sure. I find that on Disney cruises, no matter how hard I try, I always feel like I've eaten just too much in a quantity of food. You know, yours moving less. And uh, so I made it a, a priority to, I don't order all of the courses at dinner because I never, ever want all of the courses. And even though some things will look really good from each, it's just easier if you just mix the appetizer or the salad or whatever course doesn't look as appealing. And then they also always have the lighter choices in the formal dining rooms. And so I found those were really good, like just protein and veggies and a side, just a really straightforward, easy meal that's always satisfying. It's not... Sometimes at the parks, the healthier versions are kind of rubber chickeny, but I haven't found that to be the case on the Disney cruises. Dinner is the meal that I always try to not overeat because I just feel really lousy. Now, that's a really good point. Just for our listeners who might not have been on a Disney cruise in the rotational dining rooms, it's typically a four course meal that is offered. Now, to your point, Lauren, you don't have to take in all of the courses, but there's an appetizer course, a salad soup course, an entree course and a dessert course. And the entree course is where those lighter, lighter note, I think they call them options are. And they're typically chicken with veggies or a fish. Salmon is very common on that with veggies and maybe, you know, rice optional kind of a thing. And same with, they'll even usually have like a, a sirloin steak on there as well. The, the only challenge I found with that approach, which which I have also tried to do at times, because I agree, I'll look through the menu and I'll say that, you know, well, it's just not really a good appetizer, is I feel like each and every server is trained in guilt and, 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 and an effective guilting <laughs> strategy. Good. They are. And it's sort of like, you don't want the salad. Is there something else I can get you? Right. Is there something right. wrong with it? Do you not like I, the choice? I send it you? Yeah. How about two yeah. of the appetizers? Oh, you're weighing both entrees? I'll get you both. Don't have a dessert on the menu that that you like, you can whip something up. And it's just sort of like, uh, I don't want it all though. <laughs> so, <laughs> or let me get you something from one of the other restaurants. Well, right? I actually had somebody one night, we had a server that we really, we really liked. And I was one night, I was like, I'm just going to get the, I'm just going to get the fish and the veggies. Like we've had so much food and I'm just going to, and, and I ordered it and he looked at me and he was like, you don't really want that. That's not what you want. That's, it. That's not very good. 
good. You want the delicious. And it's, I was just like, but I just want the fish and the veggies. So. <laughs> there's, um, I would say there's, yeah, there's a little bit of fo- food pushing perhaps from the servers in the rotational dining. And it's probably because they want to get a good tip, right? So it's it's not that they want right. you to eat. They just really want you to enjoy your experience. And, and that's a, a tip. Carrie, what about you? Do you have any, you know, tips and tricks for food, either in the main dining room or maybe at Cabana's, the buffet or any of the other eating options on board? Yeah, I always start my day with a good breakfast at Cabana's. You know, I try to do like a nice omelet and some like veggies and fruit and just get some protein in in the morning. And then my big thing for me in a Disney cruise, because the food is amazing. I mean, it's not like I'm going to get step on this boat and continue the diet or like restrict myself. Right. I'm going to make smart choices, but I'm also going to enjoy. You know, I'm not going to deprive, but there's balance in that. So I start my day with a good breakfast. Dowel likes to stay me, you know, pretty, pretty long till dinner, but I make sure like I'm really hydrated. Like for me, that is like key is drinking my water. And, you know, Disney's like awesome. You could bring your own water bottles and, you know, there's refill stations. So to me, it's like hydration is key. And then at dinner, I just enjoy. And then, you know, throughout, depending on how long the cruise is, most of the cruises I've been on have been seven days. So, you know, by the end, you're like, oh my gosh, roll me out here. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so I'll scale back. But, you know, if there's something that's just like delicious. Like I'll try it. Maybe I won't eat all of it. Like I try to be really smart in the morning, fuel myself properly, hydrate, and then just kind of relax a little bit at, at dinner time and enjoy. Well, that's a good tip. The, the, I think the at the breakfast buffet, a lot of people don't think about that omelet station, right? They just go around and grab like the, you know, the scrambled eggs or the cheesy eggs or whatever other options are on the buffet. I like to order um, an egg white omelet. I like cheese and ham, to be fair, in my omelet. Plus, it's fresher than those scrambled eggs that have been sitting there for who, know, who knows how long. Right, exactly. So one, a couple of things that come to mind. One is there are lots of healthy choices at the buffet. You just have to look for them, right? There's lots of unhealthy choices too, because people like it. I like a Mickey waffle. Like, I'm not going right. to lie. And I like, I like a Mickey those waffle. hash browns. <laughs> yeah, right. hash browns are delicious. But I try to, what I try to do is say, today's going to be a hash brown day versus tomorrow may not be a hash brown day, especially on like a seven night cruise. Or if Palo brunch is on the, uh, on the menu, then planning around sort of maybe not having lunch that day and, you know, or probably not having lunch that day and eating a little something lighter in the evening. So it's sort of picking your battles. You know, you don't have to have a cookie. There's fruit. You know, they've got salads. They've got other they've things. They've got sandwiches yeah, as yeah. opposed to getting a hamburger yeah. and a hot dog. Or- you know, and the other thing I was going to say is I don't know that a ton of people and I don't I don't think it's on the magic and the wonder, although they may have added it. It's definitely on the fantasy and the dream is that they have a smoothie bar in the spa. Oh, yeah that will do like protein shakes. So if your thing is that, you know, and a lot of people who are trying to stay healthy are like, well, I have a protein shake for breakfast in the morning. We can go get one of those. Like they have that. So that is also not a bad option. You know, go get a smoothie or a protein shake and you can have something a little bit healthier juice. They have like fresh squeezed juices there and that sort of stuff. So that, that can also be a a pretty good option. I think one thing Brian and I like to do is particularly in the main dining room, we like to share, right? That's another way we sort of cut down. If we want to, we both want to try. Well, to be fair, we share the third entree that we order. (laughs) No, no. I'm talking more appetizer salad soup stuff because we tend to order our own entrees. And as Brian points out, we sometimes order a third entree because it's just, you know, we just want to try it. It's for the table. (laughs) It's for the table. table. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's insisted upon by the waiters. Right. Like you have to try this. Yeah. Well, and, and the point about hydration is a good one. Yes. And, and a couple of tips there. One is you can, when you 
check in for the cruise, there's a way to order amenities into your stateroom. And one of those is you can order water. So if you don't want to bring your own water bottle on for whatever reason, you can have water ordered into your room. And we do that a lot. We'll, we'll look at the number of nights and order some water bottles into our room so that we, we have them. And the other thing to watch out for is when you get on the ship, a lot of times on that first day when they're hawking the wine package and the beer package, they're also offering like water packages. And if they're not offering them the day you get on the ship, they will definitely offer them any day you're in port and you can get like a water package and a cooler and ice. And we, we bring our coolers back and they'll just refill them with ice and, and, and water. And they're sort of great to take off the ship. So what about drinking on the ship? That's one thing I feel like it becomes a challenge, right? Because, you know, it's sort of, it's an addition to food, but I kind of put it in the same category as food. What, what do you guys do to just sort of balance that with, you know, with how much you're eating? And I'm sure these things are, you know, this is not perhaps for most people, normal eating and drinking when you're on the ship. Well, I try to keep stick with wine at dinner and I'll usually get the wine package and I'll, I'll that, that will be my drink at night. I'm not typically a free drink drinker. That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Carrie. I love that. He is all about that drink of the day and that fun like Disney Cruise Line cup. So I'll stick with wine at dinner and then I'll do like like gin and tonic or like vodka and, and, and club or something like that where I can kind of manage my calories. The so one day I do indulge is that castaway key. It's got that nice little, that little bar that's excluded. It's a little bit away from the crowd and you can just kind of sit there and drink. So that'll be like my one day. I'll have like a couple of Bloody Marys and like relax and enjoy. The other thing I was going to say is on the healthy drinking side, Cove Cafe also sells prepackaged like protein shakes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so so those are those are available. I mean, Disney makes the healthy choices available. It's just, you know, you, you, yeah. you have to you have to want you have to want you to find to it a little them. bit. Yeah. yeah, I think you have to look for them a little. Bit. All right. Well, let's 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 balance out the scales. We talked a lot about food, drink, the fun side of things. Let's talk about staying active on the ship. I think there's lots of ways to do that. I don't know. Why don't we start with you, Lauren? Lauren, what are some of the ways you like to stay active when you're on a cruise? I really like the fitness center. I've only been on the Disney Dream, but I thought it was great. I liked the way it was laid out. I, I'm i a big proponent of exercising on vacation. I just like the change of pace and being in a new spot, new scenery. I always make an effort to go to the fitness center daily. Usually because of my travel group, it's sort of interesting. But I tell my daughter, my daughter has never met a kids club she doesn't like. So <laughs> I've made it clear that, you know, for an hour, an hour and a half, you're going to kids club, I'm going to work out. And that's sort of something that we agree upon ahead of time. And she knows it's going to happen. And then they have the Castaway Key 5K, which is really fun. I've always cruised in the summer. So it's incredibly hot. Oh, gosh. Um, you did the Castaway Key 5K in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> we, we've done the Castaway Key 5K, but only actually, but never in the summer. So that's a good way to lose five pounds on yeah. half hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do that in August and you're... I mean, it feels like you've been in the ocean. <laughs> so, um, But I, I think that Disney really provides a lot of options for traditional working out. And I'm a, I like to have my workout time rather than just a, let's say, active kind of person. So I really just like having time to go exercise and do that on my own. And I think that's the, the cruise ship with childcare and with other activities that can keep my daughter busy. It makes it really easy. I mean, the, the, so the gym is a good tip. Let's just stop there for a second as I want to provide a couple of different little 
tips there, which one is the, the gym is nice. So I've been to some Walt Disney World gyms on property and they can vary in quality. Like I think actually I think the one at the Contemporary Hotel is pretty meh. Like they, <laughs> that needs yeah. an upgrade. Um, but I've heard about Agreed. other... I've heard about other gyms on property that are fairly nice, but, but the cruise line gym is spectacular. Like on, on all of the ships that I've seen it on the smaller ships, it can be feel a little bit more cramped because the ships are smaller on the dream and the fantasy. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty large gym. It's in a different, slightly different spot as between the dream class and the magic class ships. I think the dream class ships, the gym is kind of off the side. So it like faces the side of the ship off the side and on the magic class ships, I think it's like right on the front. I could have that backwards. But beautiful view, right? You're working out with a gorgeous view, lots of equipment, you know, free weights, weight machines, cardio, all kinds of stuff. So it's a really nice gym. It's really clean. They provide water. They've got cooling towels. Like it's nice. It's in the spa, but there's no fee. And I think some people think, oh, I'm going to have to pay. You don't. There are some pay options. There are personal trainers on the on the ship. There's usually two or three. You can book a personal training session if that's your jam. You can do that. And they're actually fairly affordable. I think they were cheaper than our own personal training here in Seattle. So it's it's a fairly affordable option. They also have group fitness classes, some of which are free, some of which cost like a little bit of an upcharge. So Sam and I did a spin class one time and we also did a boot camp class one time. And it was basically like they put out a board, you sign up and if they're out of slots, you're out of luck, especially for the spin class. The boot camp, I think, had a much larger. Well, the boot camp was a multi session. The boot camp was like for for that one you paid for. Yeah, that well, I think, yeah, the boot camp you paid for and spin it was like was it was limited number, but it was like four or five sessions. So there weren't it, the demand wasn't super high. But to the point of, you know, you're going to be on their schedule. You are like boot camp is it was like at seven o'clock in the morning. It was like seven o'clock in the morning on the ship. And, you know, you're on vacation. You don't want to get up at seven a.m. Well, you're not going to do boot camp. We liked that because we were like, okay, we're up. We've done our workout. We're getting coffee, watching the, you know, the, the ocean, like spin. My first introduction to spin, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. The guy was yelling at me to do harder. And I was like, there was a gigantic puddle of sweat on the floor underneath me. So I think I'm working hard <laughs> enough. But those options are, are also are also there. They have group fitness. They have personal training. The gym is really nice. So I think those are, those are all great, great options. I, will, I am a big fan personally of the running track that's on deck four. And so I'm, I'm a big runner and, and I've started on vacation about, uh, I, I try to work out when I'm on vacation. I love when I visit cities, I'll do running tours or I'll plan a running route to kind of see around the city. And I do that a lot. Uh, when I'm on the cruise, I love running around that outdoor running track better than being on a treadmill, but it can be ungodly hot, um, depending on when you're cruising. But I like it because I can stash a water bottle on the running track and just kind of run around and then grab water every so often. So, so yeah, lots of great options for kind of exercise stuff. Carrie, do you, do you take advantage of any of this in any of the gym or the running track or anything like that? What do you like to do to stay active? Yeah. So the gym is awesome there. I mean, it is. And for me, I, I do have to sign up for classes to keep myself accountable because I know if I signed up for something, I'm going to show up. If I, you know, it, it's like one of those things, especially if I know like there's a wait list, people are behind me. Like I, I know that it, it keeps me accountable. So the first day, as soon as like I get on the ship and they have the, the fitness center spa open hours or whatever it is, I usually go and make sure like I get myself on the docket, not to sound too blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I make sure, you know, I scope out the ones I want. And like you guys, I've, I've taken the spin and the boot camp. And I even, you know, brought my own spin shoes. Because, you know, it's like once you, once you like have spin shoes, you can't, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's like, and I shamefully 
but I'll admit it to you guys. I, I took a boot camp class, like hungover at 7 a.m. Um, but I did it. <laughs> There's no shame. We've been you there. Know? We've been there. <laughs> exactly. And, and it, I mean, and it's like, and they have like the top notch instructor, yeah. you know, like, and it, it was like, it was an amazing experience, such a great workout. And I mean, and you're like in some beautiful destination, like mm-hmm. doing a boot camp class. Like, I mean, you can't beat that. It's, it's, it's amazing. And so I do, I do like the classes. Unlike Lauren, I unfortunately signed up for Castaway Key and slept through that. I wasn't accountable <laughs> during that. So that's like, bucket list goals. Like I will do that someday. But I I find myself always walking around the track Mm -hmm. or I'll take like a break from my family. Like when the kids are in the kids club and somebody's doing something else, I'll just explore the ship, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll just walk up and down stairs. I'll just walk around the ship. I just get a lot of steps in yeah. um, during my, my, my cruise vacation. And for me, that is key. Like that is, I usually feel so amazing leaving that ship because I got so, so much in like as far as moving my body. So it's, 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 there's so much to do. And then I've also done yoga and it's, there's so many options. And I think for me, it's like, it's that first day checking in, signing up for a few things, making sure, especially the paid classes. I'm like, if I pay for it, I'm doing it. So that like, keeps me in check. And then just like taking that time for myself, that self-care, that like one or two hours a day where I'm just going to explore the ship on my own, mm-hmm. you know, without my family, without my kids and just walk around and get my steps in. Yeah, that's a good point. For a tip for our listeners, if you really want to do the classes, you need to go to that fitness open house right at the beginning of it, because the classes do fill up, particularly the classes that are sort of single session and are, you know, sometimes don't have an upcharge. Those ones are going to fill up first. And then the ones that are an extra charge will fill up. They'll usually fill up too. They just won't fill up quite as fast. And sometimes they don't do the full sign up on the first day. Like there was, I think one cruise we were on where they were like, okay, sign up for boot camp. If it's a paid class, you sign up for the whole thing up front. But spin class was like the sheet's going to go up at, five o'clock tonight it'll be open until it's full and then you know right. that and class it was for full. one session and then you had to sign up for the next right. session and that sort of thing so if you want class that has to your point accountability or if that's what you need then you've got to sort of be i think a little more on top of it but carrie also has another good point buried in there which is there's a lot more walking on board these ships than you would think and yeah. a lot more opportunities to walk. So I think even something as simple as doing the midship detective agency, that is going to run you all over the ship. And, you know, there's also, I think. And you get your kids running all over the ship. Too. And there's, there's yeah. also just this basic, exactly. there's also this, this basic choice that you can make when you're on the ship, elevator or stairs. And I'm going to tell yep. you, aside from the activity level, the stairs are also going to be faster almost 90% of the time Yep. because the elevators are in constant use. There's not that many of them. If it's a show letting out, take the stairs, right? We usually take the stairs and that can really sort of add up over the, the day. But if you're going to activities around the ship, you're walking a ton. And so, you know, don't, it's not, it's not just like, you know, you're sitting in your room or sitting on a lounge chair. You gotta, you gotta move around these, these are big ships. Yeah. Um, I think it depends the way you cruise though. Cause there are some people who go on the ships and, and sit on the pool deck all day and their sure. kids are playing on, you know, doing the water slides and, and, or, or swimming in the pool. 
Brian and I are probably not those people. I mean, we'll, we'll do some sitting on the pool deck for sure, but it won't be all day. We'll, we'll want to do well, some of the other activities. It depends on whether activities. Nathan's with us or not. If Nathan's not with us, I usually do get a satellite <laughs> no. falls day. That's um, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We've cruised, you know, with and without our son. And so it's, you know, there's a different, different kind of activity. So when Brian was talking about the boot camp we did together, that was a cruise that our son was not with us because we otherwise would not both be able to go to the boot camp at the same time. And right. they only were running, you know, they're only running one boot camp for that cruise. And so it would just be too early to get him to go to the kids club because he, he'll go to the kids club, but he's not going at seven o'clock in the morning. So yeah. 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 The, the other tip for, I guess the, the other two tips I'd have for runners are that um, I have seen quite often in Facebook groups, groups of runners who are training for run Disney events that are coming up or on some sort of training schedule, looking for folks to meet up on the running track or to sort of stay active. And so they'll form these little groups of people to meet up and, you know, do their training runs together and that sort of thing on, on board the ship. And so that's, that's something you can also look out for or even solicit in the Facebook group you're on for the cruise if you've joined. The other thing is, I have not tried this. I've contemplated a few times, but on port days, you know, using some sort of app to map out a run in the, the port area uh, to kind of do that. Um, the other the other amenities that I just want to see if anybody has used, we have not. There is a sports deck. So there is kind of a place where people can go and play basketball or other sorts of things. And then there is a sports simulator they have on board that seems to sell out quite often. And um, I can't attest to how active or inactive it is to be simulating the sport. But I don't know, Carrie, Lauren, have you or any of your family members used those facilities at all? Well, my, my husband and my boys have definitely used the sports deck on the Magic, which mm -hmm. I don't think has a simulator. I might be wrong about that. I don't know. But they definitely have used like, you know, shooting hoops. There's like, I think there's like shuffleboard and those kinds of things. So, you know, my family like loves it. And I mean, and I have two, I have a, I have a five-year-old and a nine-year-old boy and they are so full of energy. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a six-year-old so, boy, so we get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like when they're like not in the kids club and having the time of their life, because they really do there, they are, like, especially before the ship, like moves for, mm -hmm. you know, you go up and, and just like enjoy and, and try the amenities up there. And they love like shooting hoops and like having fun and, and, and doing those kinds of things. So it, it, there's just so much. Yeah. There's just so many things to do. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, Lauren, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your experience running the Castaway Key 5K? I really liked it. And 5K is very relaxed compared to any other race. So it's timed, but only to the extent that you look at the timer when you cross the finish line. You don't have your own individual time, which is fine, you know, and there were tons of, there were people who were seriously, seriously running. There were people who were walking, strolling, had their kids with them. The course is, is an out and back. Um, it was really hot and there's no shade and you're just running on asphalt. So that a little bit, I mean, I, I was just very, very hot yeah, <laughs> after yeah. it. And there, you know, there's, there's no way around that, but it was really, I really liked it. It was a great start to Castaway Key because that's a day when you are just I go in the ocean, but I'm usually just kind of lying around. And um, the I really I I don't know why one of my favorite meals is the Castaway is the lunch at Cookies and Cookies too. Mm -hmm. so, so I always good. feel like yeah, <laughs> so I always feel like okay <laughs> if, if I run, then I can have you know an extra this, an extra that. Um, 
The pineapple, so, the pineapple and, loaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I love the fruit. They have so much fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, but yeah, I think that the Castaway Key 5K is really fun. Yeah, the, the, the tip for this, the regular Castaway Key 5K, the tips are one, you got to sign up when you get on. There's no fee to sign up. So just head to guest services at some point during the cruise and sign up. They usually, usually don't really sell out of it. So it's possible, but but I've found you can usually sign up even the, the day before. But, you know, if you really want to do it, head to guest services, sign up. You get a great souvenir at the end because they give you a rubber Castaway Key 5K medal. I actually <laughs> think they have changed the medal design yeah. recently. So you, if you run it before, you have a chance to get a new one. But it, it's also a good point on Castaway Key. And I think this will help us transition into some shore excursion discussion here. But on Castaway Key, there's the run, the island itself. You can just walk around the island. There's a lot of activity to be able to walk around the island and just see the different pieces of it. But you can also rent bikes, you know, do snorkeling and swim out in the ocean. So, I mean, there's lots of opportunity to be active on, on Castaway Key, of which the, the 5K is kind of one of them. But let's talk about just port adventures generally, because I think there are port adventures in these various ports that can be very active, hiking, well, lots of hiking, <laughs> Lots of snorkeling. So, you know, Disney does offer some active port adventures. I think you can also just sort of pay attention to the regular port adventures as a way to get active, like sort of rethink your notion of what it means to be active a little bit. I mean, a day at the beach can be active if you take advantage of swimming in the ocean. So, you know, just sort of think about it that way. But they do offer some specific sort of port adventures where they'll label them as more active with lots of walking, particularly hiking, biking, those sorts of things. Let's shift over to, we've talked about our dietary wellness, our physical wellness. Let's talk about our mental wellness, our mental health maybe a more fun topic, a little bit easier to tend to. So, you know, Disney has lots of ways to sort of, you know, pamper you and relax you from the spa to, I don't know, Sam, what else, what else, what are some of the other ways that you like to relax mentally on the cruise? Laying by satellite falls. Uh, Some people like to go do trivia or do bingo or any of the other millions of activities on board. Um, Lauren, what do you like to do to kind of relax and mentally refresh yourself? One thing that we've, that my daughter and I have found really fun is we go to the salon and get blowouts. Sometimes we get haircuts, usually just blowouts. And then we do the royalty party. Oh, fun. Yeah. So she's, she's nine. She's aged out of it a little bit, but it's still really fun. Cute little snack. They have a lit, it's more than just regular character dining in that they have a little show mm. that goes with it. So there's singing and characters, and then there's princesses, and the girls get little jewelry. <laughs> and it's really cute. I mean, it's just, it's so it's fun to sort of have because the itineraries that we've done don't have like a formal night or day where you typically dress up. We just sort of use that as a fun little day to dress up. And sometimes we'll get manicures. And it's a way to sort of self-care, but with her. So I don't feel like I'm going and just kind of bitching her and getting a massage. I sort of struggle with that because even though I'm traveling with my in-laws who are great and who love to spend time with her, I kind of feel guilty. (laughs) When 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 we're with my husband, I will go do whatever I want, but I sort of feel guilty. So that's a nice, I like that there's, and they're really accepting of children at the salon. Mm -hmm. So we've had no problem signing her up for manicures, pedicures, things like that. Oh, I love that idea. I want to do that royalty. They have a boy option. Yeah. So they do have, you know, I I don't know if it's swords or night regalia or, or whatnot, but it is, we saw the last time that we went, we definitely saw about half of the tables had, you know, a girl and a boy Mm -hmm. at the table. 
Well, we yeah, we did the brunch at Cinderella's table in the Magic Kingdom. And it was just me and Nathan because it was the day that Brian was running the half marathon at Marathon Weekend. And he got, instead of a magic wand, he got a sword. So I wonder if it's similar to that. It's similar. I've heard that they dote a lot more on the kids on the ship. Yeah. And there's um, a really fancy autograph book. So there's a lot more. Now, the price is definitely reflects all of these little things that you get, but it, it's more of an experience than Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. What about you, Carrie? What is your way of sort of relaxing and or re- recharging on the ship? Oh man, the rainforest room. That is my jam. <laughs> Brian, Brian's guess, favorite like, too. Yeah. Like the tip and trick on that is either like get your path before, like online before you get on the ship mm-hmm. or the first day to sign up for your like your path because that's like the cheapest option mm-hmm. i believe it's, it's amazing it's like it's just a room full of like aromatic and steam and relaxation and they've got these like really nice like lounge chairs and different saunas and rain baths and it's just amazing and it's like you know get i get an hour in there you know while the kids are in the kids club and everyone else is off doing their thing and i love it i mean i even remember like you know i I had to like answer some work emails because you know obviously lawyers you know that's what we do (laughs) (laughs) but i was like if i have to do this i'm gonna do this in the right bars room (laughs) i I got myself a like a lounge chair and just relaxed it is just it's amazing it's amazing and i think it's like I, I, you guys correct me if i'm wrong it's like 50 bucks for like your cruise length or something and you can just go in there and you can use all the amenities you can use the lockers and the showers and and again you know sometimes like when my family was like getting ready and stuff and it was too chaotic in our cabin you know i would go and and use the showers and all the amenities from the spa so it's just i think it's definitely well worth your money for your like relaxation and peace of mind that's definitely like my tip and i've also had massages which are also i mean it's just just top notch yeah you know like you are getting quality service you are getting the most amazing services it's pricey but it's well worth the money yeah to your point it's a luxury experience for sure Yeah, on the rainforest room, just so folks are oriented to it, on each of the ships, there's a room or an area of the ship. You can buy a pass for the whole length of your cruise, which is varies. The price of it varies depending on the length of your cruise. You can buy one day passes. The one day passes you can actually buy in advance through the the booking uh, app or website. They'll be waiting for you in your room. My personal tip is I don't get the whole cruise pass because then it feels like if you miss a couple of days, you you feel sort of like, oh, I've got to go in there and and use it. But if you're planning to use it a lot, it can make a it can make sense just sort of weigh out the option of the per day cost versus the entire cruise length cost. But I do like to buy or pre-buy the one day passes. The Rainforest Room has basically several types of like dry saunas, wet saunas. They have like a, I think it's a Turkish bath kind of thing. You can get like a skin scrubs and and that sort of stuff. And then they have a bunch of showers that have different experiences and water temperatures and scents. So you can have like Southern rain or Arctic mist or whatever it is. And then heated loungers that you can kind of lay in and they have a couple, one or two hot tubs out on the deck. So it's a nice area. You have to pay extra to get into it. You don't have to pay extra to use the shower and locker room facilities in the spa. Those are open to everybody, regardless of whether they have paid for it or not. And it's adults only. It's a great, I think it's a great experience. It's not for everyone, but it's a great experience. Do you want to talk a little bit about the the spa treatments? Because you you like to do the spa yeah. treatments. 
Yeah. So I actually like hate the rainforest room. Cause I just, I don't like saunas and I don't like cold temperature showers. I know they have a lot of different temperatures, but it's just not my thing. But I, I really love the spa. I've done um, a couple different kinds of massage. I do the, typically I do like a Swedish or a hot stone massage. I did try the bamboo massage one time and about 15 minutes in, I had to have them switch to no bamboo because it hurt mm. so bad. It's really, really, it's, it, it's probably good for people who like the really deep, tissue type massage, but that is not me. I like a more relaxation type massage, but that's just a personal preference. I'm sure there are people who love it. I've also done facials. I've done a haircut. I've done manicure, pedicure. Um, I've never done any of the sort of medical spa type treatments there, but they do have them. And they, yeah, and they, they do have a, you know, a, I don't, I think it's a, I think technically it's a medical doctor, but usually European, yeah, European medical yeah, doctor, correct. not, not yeah. a, not a U.S. medical doctor. What are the stuff that you've done? Right. I did cool sculpting. Oh, okay. What is the cool sculpting? What do they do? Right. So it was very bizarre and I would never do it again, but <laughs> I, was I was like, okay, it was, I, I just, I had, I just had my, my second my youngest and I was very like active and you know I was running and doing all the stuff but like I felt like I just couldn't like move the glab mm-hmm. in my stomach and so like it was like the first day and I was like they, they were like yeah come check it out we'll give you like a you know we'll give you a, a preview or whatever and I was like okay and because like you're on the cruise and they throw all these discounts at you mm-hmm. and I was like all right I'll do it so you they basically they they take like sections of like your body in my case it was my stomach and they like throw like the areas of my stomach to um help like decelerate I guess the fat and I mean it worked it did work wow it absolutely worked but crazy expensive and like when the bill came my husband was like what is this I'm like what (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like they do have those kinds of things and I mean because it's Disney like I trusted that you know they had the quality people to perform those Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I can't say like it was a bad experience, but I mean, I, I just wouldn't do it again. But if like you are in a market for that type of service, you know, and you're about to go on a Disney cruise, I would definitely look into having it on the Disney cruise. It's it's a good point. They throw lots of discounts at you. The one and only time I've ever done acupuncture wasn't on a Disney cruise, it was on a cruise. And they were like, oh, it's cheap. Have you ever tried it? And so never would do it again, but I did try it on a cruise. So they, they're, right, constantly, right. Exactly. they're constantly offering discounts. A couple of tips for the spa I think we would share. One is booking the spa. My recommendation is wait until you get on the ship to book the spa. Because if you pre-book your spa treatments, you're going to pay full price. And so if you wait until you get on the ship, they almost always have a deal. On the first day, they'll have like a 10, 20, 30 deal where they like... Usually, where the, if you book three spa treatments, you get 10% off the, the least expensive one and 30% off. No, no, the, it's the first, your first treatment, you get 10% off. Your second treatment, you get 20% off. And your third treatment, you get 30% yes, off. Yes, but they always, they always, when they're booking them, you may not have seen this, but they always, they always do it like, I'll give you 10% off the cheapest, 20% off the next. Like they, they put them in the order. So mm-hmm. you're getting the maximum benefit out of the percentages off. But anyway, you're going to get a discount. That's the point. And throughout the cruise, they'll offer discounts on particular treatments. You can look at the navigator to see what the special spa treatment of the day is. Usually on port days, they will have a little bit, they'll have at least one special on a port day because most people don't want to book on a port day, especially on a longer cruise. So tip number one is I would not pre-book the spa treatments unless there is something that you were just 
dying to have at a specific time because when you get on the cruise, you're going to be at the mercy of their what's available and their schedule. So I do know that one thing that books up is these like special couples treatment packages. A lot of times book up, they're like a three to four, two to two to four hour experience. I think it is in a couple's treatment room with like multiple treatments and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done one? We, I did a couple's massage at the Grand Floridian, not Mm. on the cruise. And my husband snored the whole entire time. It was not relaxing. (laughs) So go on your own. We've done, we've done them a couple of times. We've just done the 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 massage. massage. We haven't done any of these like two, you know, two or three hour experiences, but we've done the massage, but thankfully neither of us typically falls asleep during the yeah. massage. Yeah. So we're it was okay. like having a massage next to a snoring boar. <laughs> not relaxing. That would not be fun. But, but those book up. So if that's something you really, really want, you got You got to book it. The other tip I'll give people for the spa, they're going to try to sell you products. And um, yeah. so... The Yes. So, and look, I, there's some product that they have that I use. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I like it. Have some around our house, but if you don't want the sales pitch at the end and you don't want to walk away with some very expensive creams and other things, because they're very good at selling this stuff. We, we typically write on our little intake form, do not sell me product. Right. And um, yeah. And they, and they, have tended to honor that more often than not when they come back in, they're just giving us our water and thanking us and, and moving us out of the, the spa. So well, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. They're not Disney employees. No. Correct. Spa employees, right? no yeah. L- right. Elemis is a UK based spa company. And so they staff the, the entire crew. Like they actually, most of the cruise industry. Yeah. So anyway, write it down on your form or if you don't write it down on the form, you can also just tell them up front. Like they usually do a little consultation and I've told them at times I can, you know, like I'm not really interested in buying anything beyond the treatment today. And then they don't, they don't really try to sell you stuff. That whole part of the process is awkward to me though. Cause it's usually it's at so after, awkward. yeah, after you've done your treatment and it's, you know, it's not, I think normal to us, those of us in the U S that get, you know, a massage every once in a while, which is kind of what I do. And nobody's trying to sell me a product after a massage here in the, in in the States, but on the cruise, that's what they do. So it's a little yeah. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the other thing to say is just like, we've talked about the spa a lot. There's lots of ways to say I'm sort of highlighted up front for people to relax. If cooking is your thing, there are cooking demonstrations. If million by the pool is your thing, there's like three or four different pools, depending on which ship you're on. You know, if relaxing means, you know, an adult's night out, they got you covered. So right. if you want to do trivia, you can do all kinds of the family trivia. There's adults only yeah. trivia. Um, Disney, bingo is awesome. Bingo. Exactly. There's a lot of people yes, like, yeah, we love that. That's our family's jam. Yeah. 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 yeah a lot and, of people like that for and, sure. And there's a, there's a, uh, there's, I think a bit of an overlooked area of the ship that is good for relaxing that I've hear people talking about more and more now, which is on the same deck where it has the running track. It's the prom. I think it's called the promenade deck. Basically I think it's deck four of loungers. And you can just go sit on that deck and look out at the ocean on a lounger and it's, it's nice. And sometimes it's nicer than the pool deck area because it's not exposed to the sun. It's covered. And so you can, and it's quieter. So you can just kind of go down there and, and watch, but there's, and there's lots of little tucked away areas of the ship where you can just go sit down with a book, cup of coffee, glass of wine, whatever your thing is, and, you know, just relax. So if you want to relax, I guarantee you will find a way to relax <laughs> on a cruise. Well, let's, let's wrap this piece of it up and head over to Sam's favorite section, which is rapid fire. And so Sam, take it away. Okay. So these are your, the first three questions are your general Disney or Pixar favorites. So, okay, we'll start with a favorite Disney or Pixar char- character. Carrie, we'll start with you. Donald Duck, always and forever. Part of the Fab Five. Gotta love him. Yep, always. Yep, ever since I was a little, little girl. Oh, he's my favorite. Nice. What about you, Lauren? Who's your favorite Disney or Pixar character? Itch. 
Oh, I love Stitch. Ah, yay. Favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Lauren, this time we'll start with you. Uh, Mary Poppins, ever since I was a little kid. Been my longstanding favorite. Carrie, what about you? Your favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Little Mermaid, which is crazy because I mean, it came out when I was like in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. But my high school best friend and I, and we're, we're still super close. We just fell in love with that movie. And like, it's our bond. Like every time we see any sort of like Little Mermaid merchandise or reference, or I think it had its like 30th anniversary mm-hmm. recently, we were like, oh my God, are we that old? <laughs> it's just, there's just something about that movie I love. I love Sebastian. I love the music. You know, it's, I, we even, we saw the Broadway show when it was on Broadway, my best and I. So it's just, we, we just absolutely love that. Okay. Favorite Disney song. This time we'll start with you, Carrie. I love all the Randy Newman songs mm-hmm. from Toy Story. We have like a joke, like when we go on long car trips, like we'll put on like Disney radio and like every time a Randy Newman song comes on, you know, we'll, we'll say to like my kids, this is the richest guy in Disney. He does all the songs. <laughs> so there's just something about like his songs, like you've got a friend in me and like, it's just, they're so, so joyous and so fun. So I just love all the Randy Newman Disney songs. Okay. Favorite DCL class, meaning the magic class versus the dream class? I prefer the original because even though it's a little bit more compact on the ship, when you're at Castaway Key, there's just so much space because there are, you know, less, you know, less people on the island because there are, you know, less people on the ship. That's a good point. I hadn't really thought of it in that, those terms. Okay. Favorite DCL port. Carrie, what's your favorite DCL port? Definitely Castaway Key. It's amazing. It's just beautiful. And it's just, it's just a dream spot. I mean, if, if you're going to stop anywhere on a DCL cruise, I mean, stop at Castaway Key. It's just so much to do. It's so beautiful. Everything's taken care of for you. I can't say enough good things about it. It's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Lauren? Also Castaway Key. And I am, I have not spent a lot of time in the Caribbean, but my mother-in-law was born in Cuba. And she always says when we're in Castaway Key, how much it reminds her of her mm. grandmother's beach house in Cuba. And I found that interesting because sometimes when I am not so familiar with a location, I have trouble differentiating, okay, did Disney Disney this? Or is this what it, you know, is this a lot of natural beauty? And it's, they do so well at blurring the lines there. But I think that Castaway Key really is mainly just a gorgeous, gorgeous place that Disney has spruced up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, it's just, it's an unbelievable, the way they have everything situated, they hide all of the kind of nuts and bolts behind the scene. It's just fantastic there. Okay. So let's talk on ship a little bit. Favorite rotational dining restaurant. So health aside. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this is just which, which one is your favorite? And so we'll start with you, Lauren. I like animators palette. I don't love that it's dark, but I, you know, and that there's not windows on the dream version at least, but I, I like the way that they can incorporate sort of like the turtle talk with crush mm-hmm. theme that they have going on. And I generally think that the dinners can be a little bit long, especially after a day, you know, out in the sun with kids. And so I like that one because I feel it does the best job of keeping everyone entertained while they're eating. Yeah. What about you, Carrie? Favorite rotational dining restaurant? I like Rapunzel. That's the one we haven't been to yet. Oh, it's 
so good. It's just really good entertainment and good food. And it actually like, like Animator's Palace, you know, which I equally enjoy. It's really good interaction for the kids. They have like really good shows. And if you're on a seven day cruise and you happen to get on that rotation for two times, like the show is completely different. They actually like, you know, the characters, you know, they have Flynn Rider. They, you know, they like they're, they're just amazing. And they come up to the kids and they do a whole thing and my boys absolutely loved it it was just you know an amazing show and amazing the food was so good and and i mean the waiters are always amazing on, on disney cruise ship absolutely okay so now we'll, we'll go to onboard food and drink so favorite food item uh so carrie we'll start with you okay i have to say it's the lasagna at palo's which we did palo's brunch and it was crazy. I, I told you my first cruise was 2002 and our last cruise was 2018 and we did the brunch in 2018 and we had our waiter for rotational dining with our waiter at Palo. Oh, 2018. That's unusual. Crazy. Wow. I was like, oh my God, it's been like, yeah, it's been like 16 years and like he remembered us or pretend he remembered us and then like he we just had the brunch but he was like you have to have a lasagna it's amazing you have to like you know they insist on the food Mm -hmm. and it was just so phenomenal yeah so it was definitely worth the extra laps around around the boat to burn those calories off for sure (laughs) that's one of brian's favorite dishes i i'm a big fan i like that one too but i i'm a big fan of the chicken parm at paulo too have you done the dinner at paulo or any or the dinner or brunch at remy I've done dinner at Palo, but I thought I thought the brunch was just it was a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So so we like that a little bit more. Yeah. And you know, but I mean the dinner was phenomenal as well. Like top notch service. You know, they treat you like kings and queens and the food is just so good. Lauren, turning to you, your favorite onboard food item. So we typically sail concierge and at night they put out little mini desserts so my favorite thing to do is to either get my daughter in bed or almost to bed and then run to the concierge lounge Mm. and pick up an entire plate of little bite-sized desserts so my favorite is basically whatever they're serving at nine ten o'clock at night when i just want to (laughs) unwind and eat some chocolate okay so moving on to a little bit more generally about the ship what's your Favorite part of the ship? Favorite part is the veranda in my stateroom. <laughs> I just like to be, I, I love to look at the ocean. I like a little bit of wind, but I don't like the sun, which makes cruising sometimes difficult because the shady spots tend to be sort of busy. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just hide out on my own. But I, yeah, it, it's sometimes hard to find quiet, not sunny spots. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what I'm looking for. Carrie, what about you? What's your favorite part of the ship? Oh, I love the adult-only section. It's, you know, it's like a nice haven, guilt-free haven. We usually go there when our kids are in the kids' clubs. And, you know, we have to pull them out of their kicking and screaming. So we know they love it. So (laughs) there's no guilt. Um, You know, we bring our, like, wave phone with us. And, you know, so in case anything happens. But it's just nice to go and just relax and chill and read a book, you know, order a drink, get in the hot tub. It's just, you know, a place to just take a breath and relax and and decompress. Yeah, that's those are those are some really lovely areas on all of the ships. Yeah. Okay. so favorite onboard activity. Carrie, we'll start with you. I definitely have to say bingo. The cast members who 
are the like activity directors through your cruise itinerary are just awesome. And they just make it so much fun. And we've occasionally won money or other things. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So it's that's fun. But just like it's it's a fun way for the entire family to play and have like a good time for an hour. And the cast members make it so much fun. And they're they're so full of energy and the whole family really, really loves it. Uh, What about you, Lauren? What's your favorite onboard activity? I love the shows. We make the show, the shows are must do for us. We've seen most of them several times and they're just fantastic. So we always arrange our night around seeing the shows. Absolute favorite part. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue because my next question is, what is your favorite onboard show? Right now, I think it's Beauty and the Beast. They did a fantastic job with that. And it's just mesmerizing. I feel like it. we've seen a lot of the touring productions of the Disney Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And Beauty and the Beast is every bit as good as any of the ones that we've seen in theaters at home. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That's my favorite as well. Uh, what about you, Carrie? What is your favorite DCL shows? Yeah, uh, definitely the Tangled on the Magic. Just so good. They just do such a good job. It's, you know, Broadway quality. You know, it even like captures my boy's attention, which, you know, they only have like nanoseconds of the time focus on things. So the fact that they love it and like the adults love it. And I mean, and it's like they produce it in a way where it's just enough. It's just enough before you go to dinner or just enough after dinner. It's just perfect. Yeah, you're right. They're a good, they're a good length. Okay. So let's talk the, this last question is what is your bucket list cruise? Carrie, let's start with you. All right. So for me personally, I would love to do the Mediterranean cruise. Love, love, love. Like that is like bucket list. But if I had to like put my family before me, it would be Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do definitely want to go see it, but like selfishly, like I would just love to do the Mediterranean cruise because that's just, you know, places that I, I want to explore and see. And you know, on Disney, they do it absolutely out of this world. Yeah. Lauren, what about you? What is your bucket list cruise? You could sail anywhere on Disney Cruise Line. Bucket list is going to be Alaska, which I hope happens just because I think that is one place where I couldn't replicate the trip. You can never replicate a Disney cruise, Mm -hmm. but I I don't foresee us going to Alaska um, at any time. Whereas other places that Disney goes, I think I could sort of approximate it. But I'd really love to go someplace that I've never been, that I may never go and get the full Disney treatment while being there. Okay, well, we are going to wrap up the show there with the rapid fire questions. We want to thank both of you for being guests on our show tonight. Thank you so much for joining us and talking all about Disney Cruise Line and staying healthy and being active on Disney. Thank you. fun tonight talking to Lauren and Carrie about sort of balancing out being healthy while still having fun on a Disney cruise. By no means are you going to skip out on some of the great food and desserts and drinks and all of that stuff. But, you know, having a little balance in your vacation can help out at the end of the day. So it was great talking to them about the ways that they do that. Some of our own sort of thoughts on the topic. Uh, Just had a lot of fun talking to them. Hopefully we'll have them back on at some point in the future to talk uh, other Disney Cruise Line topics. 
So tonight we wanted to announce the winner of our giveaway for a copy of The Joy of Cruising. We had Paul Thornton, the author of The Joy of Cruising, on our show last week and announced that we would give away a copy of his book to a lucky listener who left us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and wanted to announce that Bobby from Texas is our winner. He left us a review last week. And so, Bobby, if you can reach out to us at dclduo at gmail.com, we will get a copy of Paul's book on its way to you and you can enjoy reading all about the great cruise profiles from uh, from Paul's book. I uh, also wanted to read one of our five-star reviews on the air. This one comes from Kim532, who writes, Disney fun. This podcast is a fun diversion when you want to go to your happy place. Trip reports, tips, and great conversation around the Disney universe. We love so much. While I love DCL, I also love the conversations around the parks and run Disney, even though I will never run a race. Keep up the great work. Don't sell yourself short there, Kim. Run Disney is a fun way to get into running, so if you haven't tried it out, you should, you should give it a shot. Thanks for the review, Kim. It's really great. It helps keep us motivated to keep doing the show. So we really appreciate it. Uh, with that, we really want to thank everyone for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. And a written review is super helpful. It just really helps us get more visibility for the show, helps people find us who might be interested in the show. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo channel on YouTube for even more great content. And I've mentioned the past couple shows, we're looking to put up more content over there for our vlog. So stay tuned for that. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Walt Disney Company, or the Walt Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on this show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Walt Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Good night.